call the medieval ages the dark ages. The sun burst upon the world as soon as gunpowder was invented. And uh, as soon as Caxton started printing books, illumination sucked the whole world. If you look at the history books, you'll find that one of the great highlights in the history of human civilization is one, the invention of gunpowder, and the other, the invention of printing. Both are capable of inordinate harm, and the amount of ignorance and superstition books have spread cannot be easily overestimated. Now, Thomas Kempis says, don't, don't try to look back upon the ancient world and say, because they didn't have trains, because the speed limit was only three miles per hour. Don't say we are advanced, because we can shoot at 65 miles per hour on the freeways at 600 miles in free air. And this is how we try to gauge progress by the speed with which we can do things and by the amount of ailments that we can develop. It was Gandhiji who said the multiplication of hospitals and the multiplication of pages in the pharmacopoeia book are not indications of progress, they are indications of retrogression. In considering whether we have progressed or not, the criterion Thomas A. Kempis would place before us is, do we have peace of mind? Have we become less selfish? And do we live, however dimly aware, of the unity of all life? After having read this paragraph, we shall hesitate to refer to the dark ages. And even in a moment of candor, we may refer to the 20th century as the darkest age in all history. Alas, what is our life if it be compared to them? The saints and friends of Christ serve the Lord in hunger and thirst in cold and nakedness, in labor and weariness, in watchings and fastings, in prayer and holy meditations, in many persecutions and reproaches. Oh, how many and grievous tribulations suffered the apostles, martyrs, confessors, virgins, and all the rest that endeavored to follow the steps of Christ. He's brilliantly pointing out that many of the spiritual aspirants of the ancient world underwent a good deal of suffering for the purpose of purification or for the purpose of taking suffering upon themselves rather than inflicting upon others. And in our 20th century, there has been a great deal of suffering not for the purpose of purification, if we can remember the concentration camps of Nazi Germany, for the purpose of inflicting suffering on other people 
out of hatred to destroy them now this is the difference between the suffering that is associated with on the spiritual path and the suffering which we associate with dictatorship and tyranny in the modern world for they hated their lives in this world that they might keep them unto life eternal this is again monastic language what they are trying to say is that for these sincere spiritual aspirants the thought of living to make a little money to hold a little wealth to overeat and to underwork for them this is considered something